Welcome to Positivity Strategist, a podcast that injects a good deal of optimism and possibility into your life at home and at work. Conversations with thought leaders and everyday people shine the light on what works and amplifies those everyday micro moments of positivity, irrespective of what else is going on. You'll be energized by lots of practical tips, inspiring you to live a truly satisfying and meaningful life. Hello, everybody. Wonderful to be with you again. And thanks so much for listening in. This is me, Robin Stratton Burkessel, the Positivity Strategist. Now, I want to share something different with you. Recently, I received a message via the contact form on my website. And I want to read it to you. So this is what it said. Hello, Robin. My name is David, and I've always been an optimist. I've always been unapologetic about my positive view of the world. Recently, I've started an Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign. My purpose is to meet strangers from all over Europe and discover a practical formula for optimism. I'll share the formula with the world by writing a book. Now, if you have any questions, please let me know. Thank you for reading my message, David. So, what do you think my response might have been? Well, let me tell you. I smiled and I thought, what fun. What a name. It came from somebody called David the Optimist. (laughs) And so, I marked the email to review later and, and I thought about it. And then I checked out the campaign on Indiegogo a few days later And what really spoke to me was in his description of his intention and purpose was the words that David used and he had highlighted and he said, it's about the interaction with other people. That was the key for him in optimism as a lifestyle. Wow, that insight, that awareness was what did it for me. That we are not alone in this world and we need each other for our health and well-being and to be our best selves, and to be of service. So I wanted to hear more from David, and I thought, wow, why not have a conversation with him live on my podcast show, and we can share it with the world and see where it lands. David, thank you so much for accepting my invitation. Thank you for inviting me, Robin. (laughs) So cool. (laughs) So why don't you tell us where you are right now in the world? Uh, where, where I am, like, geographically. Yeah, or, where are you situated uh, right now? Well, I'm uh, in Romania, Europe, uh, a little uh, town in Romania called Craiova. Fantastic. And is that your hometown? Yes, it is my hometown. I'm living uh, here since I was one. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. David, you mentioned that we need interaction with other people. Mm-hmm. And that humans are social creatures, right? So, right. and you also say that I think I know what optimism is, but what does it really mean for others? And I love that mm-hmm. focus that we, you were focusing on how what it means for others, not just for yourself. So, where does that come from in you? Well, um, when I think about my life. I actually, I'm really conscious about what I achieved and uh, about my results. But when when I 
analyze what I've done until now, I spontaneously ask myself if my results can help others and if everything that I achieved can add value to the life of others. So that's actually how I reached to that question because I think why uh, what optimism really is, but I don't know what it really means to others. And so that's that's your curiosity. That's your your journey of discovery. Uh, actually, I think it's more than that because for me, optimism is not just an activity or I don't know something that I do once a week. It's actually the way I live my life and discovering or saying uh, or um, actually knowing how uh, and what optimism really is for others will help me even improve my life and actually uh, gathering all this information will help others improve their life. Yeah, I think that's really significant because it's it's in relationship that with others that we create ourselves. You know, we are co-creating mm-hmm. our life with other people through the words we use, the language we use, through the activities we do together you know, we're continually developing and creating our own lives. Is that how you see it too? Um, actually, to respond to this question, I would like to um, mention something about um, the personal strengths or actually the, uh, inner, the inner strength that each and everyone has. And when I mention personal strengths, I'd like to mention that personal strengths are are related not to using a laptop or, I don't know, eating with a fork or a spoon. That personal strength is related and connected to other people. And I think that's how I... um, That's how I reached to having the desire to meeting other people and listen to their optimistic stories. So the strength, you say, is in connecting with other people. So it's the relationships you have Mm -hmm. with other people. And you're not particularly talking about a skill. No. No. But, you know, strengths can be skills too. But in your sense, optimism, the key strength is the connection with other people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Was there something in your earlier life, and I know you're still – you know, you're still very young relative to me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in your, you know, so what was in your upbringing perhaps that um, led you to this insight and then to take some action? Well, uh, when I was younger than I am now, uh, I had some frustrations related to uh, friendship related to self-trust related to relationships between me and uh, the people that uh, were surrounding me and at that point uh, having all these frustrations I started to ask myself some questions like uh, why are people treating me with disrespect or why uh, are my friends uh, giving up on uh, the friendship we had and Going on with all these questions made me made me actually set goals uh, in that direction, in the direction of solving my frustrations. And I think by being practical about my frustrations, I've come to this thing that I call optimism. 
Yeah. So what were some of the practical things that you did? Perhaps, you know, you could share some examples because it may mm-hmm. support others. Well, first of all, I think I, uh, I started reading and not only reading, but let's say that today I, uh, I just finished reading a book and then I start, uh, I start making some plans related to the content of the book and how can I put into practice the information that I found there. Uh, more than that, I've started to interact with people and actually ask other people what they think about the problems that I have and maybe they have them too or I don't know, maybe they even find a solution to, the, to that problems and so on. I actually, uh, everything that I did was uh, with, a pur- with a purpose uh, of solving my frustrations. Talk to me about some of your inspirations. Well, actually, the inspirations that I've got until now are part of my uh, personal life, like friends, uh, mentors that I uh, can meet with them in person and talk with them. And uh, one of the greatest inspirations until now is a friend that... uh, had had inspired me to run a marathon, uh, to travel, to actually change my life. Hmm, very nice. So it's personal connections. That's so good. And you mm-hmm, write also yes. about hearing the value of hearing other perspectives, and that's what I'm um, guessing is part of your your plan for this um, this you know, campaign to travel around Europe and hearing other perspectives, is that that you see value in learning from others, particularly on this topic of optimism. And that's that's kind of your motivation for this campaign. Is that right? Yes, because, well, I can set my own objectives and uh, every day work towards them and actually achieve them. But that only depends on me and I can do it anywhere uh, I want. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to interacting with other people and learning from them, that's quite a unique experience. And I think that's where the value comes from. Yeah. So how does that interaction start for you? Um, do you mean specific for this project? Well, just in general, you know, you know the understanding that you see the connection with other people is a key to optimism. And you want to learn from others and you, you seek out these relationships. So, I mean, it could be both. So just generally in your day-to-day life, and then maybe we can switch to, you know, what your bigger plan is with your project. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's, not, it's not that hard because if I see something that I like, I just go for it. And by... Uh, Seeing something that I like, I mean, uh, well, I see someone that paints really well, or I see someone that speaks really well, or I see someone that, uh, I don't know, uh, has a really well-developed body language. And seeing all these, um, let's say, talented people, because I don't think there's talent, I think there's work, actually, uh, I go and approach them because... Uh, being able to see something like, I don't know, a paint that's really well crafted at someone means that uh, that individual actually worked 
thousands, uh, thousands of hours mm-hmm. in uh, actually for that painting. And by being able to recognize such a talent, I'm able to spot the people that uh, can give back something to me. Mm. So it sounds to me like, um, and I'm paraphrasing, so I hope you don't mind, that it sounds like you're modeling people who have achieved things that you admire, that you respect, and is it kind of you're interested in their process how they do it, how they apply themselves as, yes. w- as well as, yeah. So do you want to say anything more about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to, uh, let's say I, I find uh, a talented person that, uh, I don't know, is great at doing something. The, the first question that I wa- I, I'm asking that person is how did he start or uh, how much work did he put in, his activity until the present point, mm-hmm. because uh, having this sort of uh, open question will help him uh, share his story with me. And it's as simple as that. And maybe there are people that are introverts and um, don't like to share their stories. Or, uh, but when it comes to that that type of people, I'm usually this will maybe sound wrong, but I'm usually not wasting time with them because uh, the more I'll try to convince someone to share his story, the more maybe I'll waste time because he isn't open to that. So I'll try to find as many people as I can that are talented and uh, open the discussion with them with these simple two questions. Mm-hmm. David, this is fabulous. I love the fact that you are focusing on listening, I mean, using the open questions and you are really encouraging people to share their own personal stories. And I think that is such a respectful thing to do. And in the work that I do, that's the focus. Because when you get people to share their stories, you are paying them a great respect and you're honoring their story. And sometimes people don't get to share their stories with everyone, let alone a stranger. Yes, I've noticed that. I think people are afraid of uh, being themselves, actually. Mm. Yes, so it's about that authentic self, right? Yes. Um, So how's that for you? What do you mean? (laughs) Well, um, you know, living in your authenticity – it's an effort that I'm doing constantly and it's related to everything that I do from running to writing to reading to dancing to a- any activity that I have. Mm. Yeah. And is it about also, because I'm, you know, I'm hearing through your words, is it also um, about you know, being very present to what you're doing in the moment yes. so you fully apply yourself um, and, and focus uh, yes, because being present, I think, is more important than most of the things that society is providing us. Mm-hmm. Uh, because actually being present for me means that I can focus on what I'm doing right now in order to achieve what I propose to my lifestyle to get, to mm-hmm. achieve. Yeah, very good. So why don't we talk about that now? Let's talk about your plans 
um, how you came up with this um, Indiegogo campaign to to get support with funding and get exposure to your mission. So I want to I want here's an opportunity for you to talk about your mission, your intention, um, the background to it, and your aspirations. So there's a lot of questions in that. Yeah, <laughs> there are. Okay. Um, I'll try to answer to, to them all. Well, first of all, it started uh, from the desire of actually meeting people and see how they are living their lives. Because um, in my hometown, as I've, uh, as I've noticed, there are not so many people that are willing to share their stories or, I don't know, uh, speak to me about uh, their lifestyles or, I don't know, how they're living their lives. So uh, before starting the Indiegogo campaign, I've actually uh, went in my town and started asking people the same question that I mentioned before. And I didn't even know if they're... they're talented or not. I just went for it because I was as curious as that. Um, when it comes to actually the, the project from the Indiegogo platform, it started because um, limiting myself to the country that I, the yes, actually the country and the city that I'm living in would mean uh, limiting the book that I'm going to write. And reaching to People from all over the Europe, which is a bigger, a big part of this whole planet, would uh, help me develop a valuable practical formula for optimism. And actually, I think my my purpose here was to deliver something that's valuable to the world. That's why I th- I started the Indiegogo campaign. Okay. What were the other questions? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, may I just pause there for a moment because, okay. um, you know, you said some really um, great things here. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, you, you're wanting to create a practical formula, you're wanting to write a book, and you want it to be of value to the world. And you're talking about, you know, your own town is um, – it, you know, is limited because there's a bigger world out there and you're focusing on, on um, Europe at the moment. So what do you think optimism will deliver to the world? A better lifestyle. And by better, I mean uh, a lifestyle where people can be happy and be more relaxed, actually. Because I think being relaxed in your day-to-day activities is really important. But also I know that you write about um, it's not enough to dream that it's taking the action, right? And you think that optimism is one step beyond dreaming. Uh, Actually, dreaming is just the planning part that's uh, strictly connected to your imagination because – you can think you, you are able to do that, to do what you're dreaming about, but if you actually want to achieve it, you have to do something about it. And that's when optimism came, uh, comes in. And um, if you have a plan, that's the dream. And if you're optimistic and that's the action, you can actually achieve your dream. And that's how 
uh, I'm thinking about the process of optimism in a practical way and how I actually managed to achieve almost everything that I set myself uh, until now. Mm, yeah. So it's about, um, it's actually taking action. So it's just not enough to imagine. In a really positive yeah. manner. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for saying that, yeah, in a really positive manner. So why don't you just share how you're planning to fund this? This is what the campaign is about and what you plan to do with the funds. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, well, actually, all the funds that um, are going to, to this campaign will be used to, to travel and to meet people and actually write the book and print the book and publish the book. I don't think... The, the funds will cover anything else. Uh, so in my uh, traveling plan, I've included traveling city by city with the train, by train, and uh, having expenses as low as they can be and trying not to pay for the accommodation and uh, stay, I don't know, uh, at people's home using couch surfing or maybe Airbnb or something like that. And uh, that's quite a lot. Though you might say that uh, if I'm not using funds for uh, the accommodation because I'm staying uh, at other people and they are uh, maybe happy to, uh, <clears throat> to receive me, but there are actually... Uh, 17 countries to visit and 19 cities in two months. So I think that will be like uh, a half of the funds for only traveling and meeting people. And the other half is for actually printing the book and delivering the book to the people that are supporting the mission. Mm. And do you have a lot of information already, like giving you a sense of what the process might be the process of approaching people? Well, the, the, or the process of optimism. You know, do you have kind of like a, a framework in your head? Do you have a concept and you're going out there to validate that, to prove that? Or are you really at the discovery phase where you don't know what to expect? You're just really open to all these different stories. Well, I have my, my own knowledge of optimism, but... I actually am not going to uh, keep track of it or actually – because if I'm going to to use the knowledge that I have uh, regarding optimism, I think I'm, I'm going to limit myself mm. and not discover everything that could be discovered. So uh, let's say I consider optimism is uh, running every day, but if uh, for somebody else – uh, let's say optimism means reading every day, then I'll limit myself only to running and I won't be able to discover what optimism means for that person that reads every day. Right. Yeah. So it's very, you know, depending on the different context, there might be. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, um, with all the people that I'll meet, I hope to have enough stories from different domains and uh, these stories would be so different that uh, a, a huge amount of people, I hope, will be able to see themselves in, the, in that stories. Mm. 
So yeah. they will be able to uh, open their mind and actually realize that being an optimist and actually achieving things is, is not that difficult. How does optimism differ from hope? Well, I think hope it's more related to um, to the spiritual uh, spirit, spiritual stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, it's related to let's say God or karma or Buddha, and optimism. I think it's more related to uh, something that's practical, mm-hmm. an action that you have to make in order to. Uh, I don't know, let's say um, you hope that you will become a better person. Mm. You will become a better person if you're positive about becoming a better, a better person and you act towards that di- direction. Yeah. And I think that optimism intervenes right there. Say that again? I think that optimism intervenes right there in the action that you have to make. No, just thinking about the role of optimism in very adverse situations. So if somebody was really suffering something, how might you deal with that? Well, I think optimism shouldn't be the first step they'll have to make. Yeah. First of all, they'll have to be become curious about what they can explore. Mm-hmm. Because if they are, they're only suffering... Maybe, I don't think, maybe there's something more than suffering in that person's life. And they'll have to be curious about that something else that can be there. Mm, yeah. And, and after they're curious and they discovered something else, they can start acting towards that direction. Mm. Wow, a lot of wisdom that you have. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You mentioned that um, people who inspire you, for example, are quite close to you. You talk about some personal friends. Um, what about the kind of research? <laughs> yes, <I do. laughs> what about the kind of research that you've done into substantiate to give some robust um, grounding to what you're doing? Is that important to you? Like having uh, some the- theory, some science to back you up. Well, actually, I think what's more important than science and theory is actually my personal experience because science can tell me that, I don't know, oranges are good to eat. But if I experience that uh, after I eat an orange and I don't like it, maybe I'll, I don't know, I'll value more the experience that I have than what science is telling me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think is more important to go through some experiences than, I don't know, read some studies or uh, watch some TEDx speeches, though that's important too. Yeah, yeah. That's so interesting because in the work that I do, I always talk about I design an experience for people or for companies because it's through the experience and through stories and through connection, a lot of the stuff that you're referring to, I think that's when most positive change can happen. Yes, that's actually how somebody is going to change by experiencing something. Yeah. At the beginning of the show, when we started recording, I shared with you and with all the listeners how your approach to me landed on me and how (laughs) I reacted. So I'm curious, how, how has this 
I mean, I guess you did an outreach to a lot of people. So what kind of response are you getting? Um, well, people are people seem to be interested in the project, but I I actually haven't. So uh, I actually uh, didn't invest that much time in measuring how others are reacting to my approach because it's been a week and or a week and a half, so it hasn't passed that much time. And how are you reaching out to people? I mean, for example, why did you reach out to Positivity Strategist? You know, how are you doing your research to find out the people who are likely to support your mission or you find some alignment with? Well, um, I'm searching for people that are present on the, in- on the internet and are related to what I think optimism is. And I mean, you're a positive strategist, so <laughs> <laughs> positivity is related to optimism. So do you do a keyword search? Are you doing it through social media? You know, what are some of the ways that you're connecting to people? Uh, well, actually, I'm uh, one of the ways that I use uh, was to go through uh, some uh, video courses platforms and search for uh, life improvement video courses or uh, self-development uh, video courses or something like that. Something that I think is related to uh, taking action uh, that's... Um, in the direction of your objectives and what you want to achieve in your life. Mm, yeah. And are you finding there are many? Um, I think, I don't know if there are many or I would say there are enough people to, to contact and to approach. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's many or. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Probably my last question would be around how are you going to capture this? So are you going to be, you know, doing videos? Are you going to do recordings? Um, you know, what's your sense about the collection of the data and the stories and then the curation of it? What's your kind of mechanism? Well, people are, as I said earlier, people are afraid to speak about themselves or mm. they don't trust themselves as they should. And putting a camera in front of them would care them a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll try to not to scare them as much uh, by recording only the, the audio part of the conversation. Well, so that uh, would be my plan. And after that, transcribing the, the audio and into text. Yeah. Well, um, I don't see you as a scary person. Uh, yes, I know, but when when you are approached by a stranger, you start ask you yeah. you're starting asking yourself all sorts of questions, and yeah. that's a, a defense mechanism, and I understand it. Yeah, yeah, no, you're you're, you're right. I agree. Um, so, um, David, is there anything else you would like to share by way of closing? And um, let me just say before that, that this is, um, for the listeners, this is positivitystrategist.com slash PS66. So that's the, the short code to this episode. Um, it's number 66. We will have links and so on to, for people to be able to contact you um, as they choose so um, is there anything else you would like to say that perhaps I haven't 
asked or it's come up for you now or I've missed the opportunity. So Mm -hmm. please go ahead. Well, um, I would have a simple request to your listeners and that would be that they should smile often. Oh, how sweet. That's your email address, right? Smile at David the Optimist. Yes, that's my email address. (laughs) Do you have a Twitter hashtag that you use? Uh, actually, no, oh. no, I'm not that uh, present on tu- on Twitter. Yeah, which platform are you most active on? Uh, Instagram, I think, but uh, I don't think I have. Or optimism journey is the hashtag. Okay, all right. Well, David, I wish you huge success. I hope we attract some people to go visit you, find out more about you, support you, and even share stories with you. I mean. Is it is the face-to-face interaction only what you do or would you, you know, have conversations with people, you know, virtually? Well, I don't like to limit myself to only one type of activity, but I think that uh, speaking face-to-face with them would be more valuable to me and more valuable to the connection that I would be able to develop with that person. But that doesn't mean I I won't uh, listen to anyone's story virtually. Mm-hmm. And your website that people if just say your website for people who are listening and not reading. DavidTheOptimist.com. Well, David the Optimist, it's been so much <laughs> joy speaking with you. And um, for someone who and how old are you? I'm 25. So for someone who's 25 with such wisdom. Um, and who wants to do such a big contribution to the world to make it a more optimistic place for us to feel greater connection, to feel more alive and to feel whole and well. Um, I wish you so much luck and thank you for joining me from Romania today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> also, you can be notified of new episodes by email. Links to all these suggestions are available on positivitystrategist.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening and remember, what you focus on grows, so grow towards your best.